Welcome to Black Man Stack Your Paper, the podcast. Today, I just want to share some wisdom and some things that I've been picking up from the stock market, geopolitical events, as well as both macro and microeconomic events. Hopefully, this inspires you to do your thorough research so that you can make the right plays with your money, be that first generation of old money that we need so badly as a community of black men. I want to deviate a little bit from what I normally talk about and say this as a homeowner. If you're listening out there, just please fucking listen up right now. Normally, when we call these companies like air conditioning companies, um, repair companies, I had somebody come out and repair my sprinklers. We call these fucking jackasses, these con men, these sleazeballs. And when they get to your house, they open Pandora's box. You don't know what you're getting. You don't know the price. And then they just hit you with it. And then they expect payment. And I think especially with guys like me and you that make around a certain amount of money, guys like me and you that have a certain reputation, guys that came from nothing and then now we got something. So we want to preserve what we got. So we try not to make a fuss. Don't let these motherfuckers in your house, man. All right. Don't pay these motherfuckers one cent. Get your service. Make sure it's satisfactory and then pay them. If they don't give you a satisfactory service. Do not pay these motherfuckers. I'm telling you, they take advantage of me and you because they know we don't want a conversation in the street. Right. They know that we're not going to raise hell and we're going to go ahead and pay them their three hundred dollars, four hundred dollars. But it better be fucking worth it. You don't got to take it. You don't got to pay them. You can tell them to get the fuck up off your lawn. That's real. You got an obligation to protect your family. You got an obligation to protect everything around your property. Make sure the grass green. Make sure the shit cut. Make sure ain't no paper around your shit. Make sure ain't no leaks, no craziness going on. Make sure your house clean and it look good. It got curb appeal, bro. And motherfuckers don't give a fuck, bro. That's enough said, man. The biggest thing that I've been seeing in the news is this strike in Hollywood where a bunch of people are striking. I don't know what it's for. I was watching CNBC and it's supposed to really hit us hard. I don't think nobody give a fuck. I heard somebody say it like perfectly, you know, this dude was like, I can watch Breaking Bad again. So these these movie providers, these movie streamers, they have good content already. And if you have some classic shit like Breaking Bad on it, that's really all a man won't. And as far as women, you know, women, you know, they'll watch the, uh, uh, what, what do they call that shit? Uh, Grey's Anatomy, or at least my wife likes that. And they'll just keep watching the same shit. We don't need new material. So I don't really see the play here. I don't see where this, why this is good or bad. In other news, I got the news this morning around 2 or 3 o'clock. There was a strike that came from Ukraine that killed or, or disabled the only bridge between Crimea and Russia and I don't know why this is in the Wall Street Journal actually like these two stories I just really don't get it let me see what the fuck it says I don't get it like I don't understand who is making this play right here Russian gunships like that bridge don't do nothing for nobody as far as I can tell except Russia and Ukraine so but that is in the Wall Street Journal. Go figure. The AI bubble. Now, let's talk about that for a minute. So I was alive during the dot-com bubble. 
and God willing, I'll be alive for the full AI bubble. And AI being a bubble isn't a bad thing. Just know that it's a bubble, bro. Just understand because everybody's going to be excited about AI and it's going to be pulling in mad bucks. Everybody's going to be spending money on these subscriptions, trying to get it to work for them, etc. Right. But at some point, the things that chat GPT and all of these these things are charging for, they're going to be free. They're going to be open source because open source don't play. At some point, they'll find a way to make it open source. And then ChatGPT can't get paid no more. That's going to be a huge part of the bubble. The fact that large language models are going to be so much easier to make. So while you can invest in AI, invest in Microsoft, I think the only ones that are going to survive the bubble is probably Microsoft and Amazon, maybe Tesla. That's probably it. NVIDIA, probably the big four there. Big five. I'll put Google in there. Everybody else ain't going to make it, bro. And even then, those five companies that I mentioned, Ain't gonna see like skyrocketing gains off of um off of AI after a while. So you just gotta ride the wave while you can. Maybe the bubble is larger and longer than dot com. I think it will be, but it is a bubble, bro. It's gotta be a bubble. Probably the most important thing to me that I've seen, or the the most interesting thing, is the deal between Microsoft and Activision. You know, I said it the other day that Microsoft is taking over Activision. Activision is the creator of Call of Duty, if you didn't know. Of course, some other things, but Call of Duty is its hottest franchise. And, you know, I see here Berkshire Hathaway, basically Warren Buffett, cut Activision stake or its stake in Activision by 70 fucking percent. That's fucking crazy. So... There's a lot of things that may happen when a company takes over another company and we don't have the unless we got insider information. We don't really have the privilege of knowing, but a few things can happen. Microsoft might leave Activision alone, like public wise and let it trade on its own. Microsoft might absorb Activision and its shares and that might, you know, either boost or drop Microsoft shares, depending on how the market feels about it. Um, Microsoft might spin it off to its own, a, a separate company other than Activision. There's a few things that could happen here, um, but it's no matter what happens or what the company agrees to, whether that's a merger or a takeover or a corporation, etc. it's going to have either a positive or negative effect on your stock in Microsoft and Activision. And I think it's going to have after effects on anything dealing with computers and games. So I don't know. I thought that was interesting, but Warren Buffett was like, man, fuck y'all. I'm out. So maybe he knows something we don't know. I'm not making a play on either. So I'm fine. I'm just going to see how this thing turns out. Warren Buffett is 92, by the way. That's fucking crazy, B. 92 years old, man. Yo, and that's all I'm going to report on today. I don't really got a lot to say. It was a Monday. I had a really long day at work, man. I just got off and got off work to this bullshit. My wife then went through. We're trying to fix the air conditioning in my house. It's pretty cold now, but we wanted it a little colder. And some fucking scam artists came over here and charged her $200 and didn't do shit, man. Go figure, bro. Um, but if I could leave you with something, it'll probably be back to what I was starting with, man. You know, you got the right to act a fool for you and yours, man. 
I'm one of those guys that I like to be a gentleman, you know. But when somebody come on some bullshit in my house, like, you know, I don't play that, man. Because we, one thing about it, we we are in a time where, A, there's inflation. So your dollar is worth less and it's going to become worth less and less as you go. So you have to make moves as a man. You have to make sacrifices. I made sacrifices, had to give give up hobbies and shit to go after my financial knowledge. So that's number one. But I think more importantly, the the way that you fight for your family through your efforts, the effort you put in to build in a dynasty like that's yours. No matter what happens, if you don't deliver for your family and for yours, it's on you. And if you single out there, if you can't get your paper for whatever reason, it don't fucking matter if you didn't get a fair shot. It don't matter if you blind. It don't matter if you got one foot. At the end of the day, it's going to be on you when the women look at you and they're going to be like, man, he can't provide. Fuck him. And you got to live with that. You got to be lonely with that. So at the end of the day, it's on a man to either put up or shut the fuck up. He got to lead or sit in the back and shut the fuck up. You ain't got nothing to say. And that's not being mean. That's the world we live in. So you got to defend yours aggressively when it's being encroached on every single time. You can't go for that shit. Fuck that. You you can't go for none of that shit. And that's why I'm high today because it's like, you know, I wasn't here to protect mine. But if I was here, I damn sure wouldn't have paid $200 for that shit. Motherfuckers was going to leave my house with the shit unconnected, bro. My, I got a child, bro. She one years old, man. I got another child. He's seven. And then my wife will leave us with the shit disconnected, knowing I don't have the tools and shit to put together this shit. Luckily, my wife could stand up for herself. He, she, she made the motherfucker put the shit back together. But the point being is like, I feel like less of a man for not being here and standing up for her. And it's all because a motherfucker couldn't come up in here with no courtesy, with no respect, like a gentleman. And not try to roll on my wife because he thinks she got a lot of money. You know what I'm saying? Like that type shit, man. And it don't matter if he black or white and ain't got nothing. I don't think he was on no racist shit. You know? And if he was, that still ain't got nothing to do with it in my head. At the end of the day, a man is a man. Black, white, and different. I go to heads up with a black man just like I would with a white man. Because it ain't never been about that. Yes, I do this podcast so that my black men can get out of the situations they in. But I don't give a fuck what reason, why. It's like if you got a problem with mine, I'm going to go hard for it regardless. I don't need a Black Lives Matter movement to stand up for mine. I don't need a Black Lives Matter movement to be a man and let my balls drop and go after some shit, bro. I don't need that. I just need somebody to step to my family wrong. I just need for somebody to try to get in the way of my paper. I just need for somebody to try to block my my American freedoms. The freedoms that I was born with. Get in the way of that. Get in the way of my goals. To try to get out of debt. Try to make something out the stock market. I need somebody to try to get in the way of that. Before they activate the real nigga in me. You feel me? And that's... I'm justified in it because, again, like I just said earlier, I'm held accountable if I don't deliver. He going to sleep at night. 
real good with my $200. Luckily, I'm good. The $200 ain't going to hurt, but that ain't the point. The point is, if I let motherfuckers continue to roll on me, it's only so, <laughs> it's only so many $200 that I can take. So I don't let nothing go. A quarter or two hundred dollars. Don't let shit go. Call me cheap. Call me whatever. But I'm upset, bro. Still, if you like this podcast, man, fuck with me, bro. Leave me a rating. Give me a shout out. Leave me a comment, bro. I would really appreciate it. I'm upset right now, bro. Tomorrow, I'm I'm gonna try to be more on professional shit and, and talk about the stock market like I normally do. It's my cousin's birthday tomorrow too, bro. I'm gonna have to. I'll let them, bro. But yeah, y'all be easy, man.